Most people are aware of the song, The 12 Days of Christmas. Because it includes a reference to two turtle doves in an image found in the story of Luke's account of the presentation of the child Jesus in the temple, many have assumed that the song has other encoded images from the Bible. There are internet websites that talk about the way the song was originally written during a time of persecution and how it employs these symbols for teaching the truth about Christmas. There's no evidence for those kinds of claims. Nevertheless, the song, although it can be a little annoying if you hear it many times over and over again, has been helpful because it's popularized an idea that's been very important to Christian tradition. Namely, that Christmas isn't a single day, but an entire season. Between the Feast of Christ's Nativity on Christmas, uh, December 25th, and January 6th, which is the date we celebrate the coming of the Magi, the Epiphany, there are 12 days. And within these days, there are a number of other important commemorations. Three of these come quickly after December 25th. On December 26th, the church celebrates the Feast of Stephen. Good King Wenceslas went out on the Feast of Stephen. He was the first Christian martyr. We read about him in the book of Acts. On the next day, December 27th, we honor John the Apostle. Now, according to some Christian traditions, John was sentenced to death for his Christian faith, but then miraculously survived the attempts to kill him. Tertullian, for example, reports that John was put in a vat of burning oil, and yet he somehow lived. Another story recounts that John drank poison and still didn't die. On December 28th, the church remembers the Holy Innocents, that is, the children who were, who were massacred by Herod in Bethlehem in Matthew 2. The connection between these feasts and Christmas is not hard to explain. The ancient Christians saw the deaths of the saints as marking their birthdays into eternal life, so these feasts got grouped together. Moreover, the three feasts were understood as highlighting three different kinds of deaths. So St. Stephen represents those who give their life to Christ in martyrdom. St. John came to stand for those who were willing to give their lives for Christ, but died some other way. And then the holy innocents were understood as representing those who gave their lives for Christ, but without fully understanding that. Finally, there's January 1st. For ancient Christians, this became much more important than just New Year's Day. The Council of Ephesus defined Mary as the mother of God in the year 431. The title wasn't meant to indicate that Mary is some kind of goddess or something like that. No, the, the title was about preserving what the church understood Jesus' identity to be, right? Jesus is divine. It's not just the Messiah. So after this, Roman Christians began to mark Mary's maternity on January 1st. Remember, Elizabeth refers to Mary as the mother of my Lord. In Spain and France, however, that day, January 1st, became associated with the circumcision of Jesus, which Luke actually tells us took place on the eighth day in accord with the Torah. Christmas, then, is not over for Christians on December 26th in Christian tradition. In fact, for Christians, it's just the beginning. So if you want to talk more about the development of the Christmas season, I do discuss it at greater length in my book, but the key idea is don't just take those decorations down uh, on December 26th. If you're a Christian, recognize that there's a whole season here worth celebrating. I certainly enjoy it. I hope you do as well. Thanks for watching. Please share this video with other people. Until next time, Merry Christmas.